I'm just gonna bash your brains. Take your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ape! I'm sorry, Ben. I'm afraid I can't do that. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I guess everyone's a time to walk good scared. And then last, but certainly not least, Mr. David Warner as Spicer Lovejoy. Uh, Cal's uh, nefarious bodyguard. Bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll call him a bodyguard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was in, he started his work in the franchise in Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, directed uh, by Mr. William Shatner. Yeah, uh, not a he, good one. Yeah, I know. It's not one of the good ones. <laughs> uh, he played St. Uh, John Talbot in that. And then he was in Star Trek Six, the undiscovered country in 1991. That's a playing, good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, playing Chancellor Gorkon, and then he would reprise that role in the video game Star Trek Klingon Academy from 2000. Mm. Uh, but he is probably most well known in the Star Trek franchise for his two episode stint on Star Trek The Next Generation Chain of Command. That was season six, episode 10 and 11. Uh, Chain of Command parts one and two from 1992 as the cruel Cardassian interrogator Gull Madrid, who tries to get Picard to see that there are five lights when we know that there are only four lights. Uh, there's a lot of memes about that. Yes, there are tons <laughs> of memes about that. Uh, in when None of them uh, good. He noted uh, that he took over the role of Gull Madrid on three days notice. Wow. And he couldn't learn his lines that fast. So he had to use cue cards. Huh. Said every line I said, I actually was reading over Patrick Stewart's shoulder. Wow! Uh, but it worked out. It's uh, very well known. Uh, to be to be honest, I actually have a Blu-ray of just that two-parter series. Wow! And, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> um, now, of course, recently uh, Mr. Warner has passed away. So, if you gentlemen will indulge me for a few more minutes, no. Damn it, Gary. <laughs> uh, David Warner was born July 29th, 1941 in Manchester to Ada Doreen Hattersley and Herbert Simon Warner. He bounced back and forth between houses until eventually settling with his Russian Jewish father and stepmother. The next time he saw his mother was on her deathbed. That probably didn't have any effect on him. So uh, young David <laughs> excelled at nothing. He attended eight different schools and failed out of all of them. Wow. Uh, after a series of odd jobs, he was miraculously accepted at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, graduating in 1961 and eventually becoming an associate member member and became a member of the Royal Shakespeare Company. So just to put that into perspective, that's not the equivalent of winning the lottery. That's more along the lines of being handed a winning lottery ticket by a person who knows it's a winning lottery ticket and you don't know what gambling is. Um, <laughs> he made his theatrical debut in January of 1962 at the Royal Court Theater in A Midsummer Night's Dream as Snout, directed by Tony Richardson. That name's going to come back later. A year later, he became the youngest ever actor to play Hamlet at the Royal, uh, at the, uh, Royal Shakespeare Company during his two-year stint because just getting into the Royal Shakespeare Company wasn't impressive enough. And then he made his first screen debut in 1962 in, in a film called We Join the Navy uh, in a role, Sailor Painting Ship. He was uncredited for that, but <laughs> everybody's got to start somewhere. And then he was in Tom Jones in 1963, which was directed by Tony Richardson. I told you that name was going to come back. And, he didn't lie. Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> then he had his first starring role in 1966 in a film called Morgan, which he played the title role uh, opposite Vanessa Redgrave. And this role actually got him nominated for a BAFTA Film Award for, for Best British Actor. So by the age of 24, he's a star. Uh, the original title for that was Morgan, A Suitable Case for Treatment. It's a wacky looking uh, film. And judging by the trailer, Gary, there's actually some fun professional wrestling stuff in there. So you might actually want to check that out sometime. Mm. Uh, six, six years after his debut on stage, he would once again be in A Midsummer Night's Dream in 1968, this time as Lysander. And then he would go on to Michael Kohlhaas, Der Rebel. Uh, a German film from 1969 playing the title role again. This role got him nominated for the German Film Awards Film Award in Gold for Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role. And then he would go on to do a little film uh, directed by Richard Donner in 1976, The Omen, uh, playing Keith Jennings, the photo photojournalist who <clears throat> loses his head uh, <laughs> opposite Gregory Peck. And then uh, he would go on to, there were two more uh, roles in his career that kind of oddly bookend in Holocaust 1978. It's a TV miniseries where he plays German SS Obergruppenführer Richard Heydrich. Uh, for this, he was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Continuing Performance by a Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. Uh, and he would reprise that role in Hitler's SS, Portrait in Evil in 1985 tv movie opposite hey tony randall uh in an interview he said that playing Heydrich the first time was one of the most painful experiences i've ever had as an actor him having some jewish ancestry in his background it's understandable and then that when he reprised the role it was just because i needed the work <laughs> uh he would he would go on to appear in three films involving time travel gary uh -oh. and three films about the titanic First up, we have, of course, Titanic in 1997. Uh, then in 1979, we've got Time After Time, where he where he plays Dr. John Leslie Stevenson, a.k.a. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Uh, for this, he was not a great movie. Yeah. Uh, for this, he was nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Supporting Actor. And then in 1979, we've got another TV movie, SOS Titanic, uh, where he plays Lawrence Beasley opposite Clara Leachman. Cloris Leachman, rather. Uh, 2001, we've got Planet of the Apes, uh, another time travel movie, sort of, uh, directed by Tim Burton, as I said, uh, where he plays Senator Sandar. And then the almost last... directed, almost directed by James Cameron. Oh, there. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> they, they, they wanted him to direct that movie. And the third time travel movie, which is also the third film about the Titanic, one of Justin Bishop's favorites. Time Bandits from I wouldn't say Time Bandits is about the Titanic. There it's is, not about it, but it features. It there's features a the scene Titanic. on the Titanic, and <laughs> there's a scene on the Titanic, and David Warner is not in that scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, then in 1981, he would do a TV miniseries called Masada, playing playing Senator Pomponius Falco, which he received an Emmy for his uh, outstanding. Uh, for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Miniseries or Special. And then we've got Tron in 1982 opposite Jeff Bridges, which he would reprise his role as Master Control Programmer and Ed Dillinger uh, in Tron the next day. That was a uh, 2011 short. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he was in The Man with Two Brains in 1983, 
uh, oh. opposite James Com- Cromwell from Star Trek First Contact. Well, also uh, opposite Steve Martin. I mean, well, on, Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> we've only got so much time. <laughs> uh, and then we've got a fun little chunk of films here. We've got uh, Frankenstein, another TV film in uh, 1984 playing the creature opposite Carrie Fisher from something I can't remember anyway and we've got uh Toonsylvania <laughs> he did nine episodes of this cartoon series in 1998 playing Toonsylvania where he played Dr. Vic Frankenstein uh for which he was nominated for an Annie in 1980 1998 for outstanding individual achievement for voice acting by wait what, what year are you up to I'm kind of bouncing around a little All bit right. here. Because <laughs> are you skipping his 1991 role? Have you? Do you have oh no, no 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 no! We'll are you talking <laughs> about we'll turtles? Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> um, so then in uh, 2014, he will also do two episodes of Penny Dreadful as Professor Abraham Van Helsing, and The Company of Wolves in 1984, where uh, he played movie father. Is- fucking great i watched it for the first time last year highly recommend that movie it looks dope uh it is he, good. he plays along with terrence stamp both he and terrence stamp have also played superman's father jor-el oh uh, when did he play jor-el who david warner yeah in a cartoon he did it in uh yeah he was in the um or in no the- i'm sorry he was uh no terrence stamp did it i know who Ter- what terrence stamp no terrence stamp played zod Terrence Stamp also played Jorel in Smallville. Oh, and David, David Warner was in Lois and Clark. David Warner was in Lois and Clark. Yeah. Okay. I never watched Smallville. Oh, Smallville is actually a lot of fun. Anyway, no, uh, no. so in 1984, he would also do a Christmas Carol, one of my favorite uh, films and stories uh, around that time of the year. Did he play uh, Tiny pl- Tim? He played Bob Cratchit, actually, oh. uh, opposite uh, George C. Scott playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, he's in the George C. Scott version? I haven't yeah, seen this since yeah. I was a kid. It's, it's a good one. It's fun. And then the, uh, in 1991, he would do three episodes of Twin Peaks as yeah, Tom Eckhart. I know that's a big favorite as well. Uh, it, season oh, season two, not 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 the peak of Twin Peaks. Correct. Season two, but. <laughs> uh, also in 1991, as we mentioned, I think last week, uh, he played Professor Jordan Perry in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Opposite Michael Sisti from Star Trek The Next Generation. I think he's one of the, I think he plays Leonardo. <laughs> um, sorry. And then uh, he was actually the first actor, you know, and we've seen he's done a lot of voice work, but he was actually the first actor to pl- portray the Batman villain, Ra's al Ghul, or Ra's al Ghul, depending on how far your Batman fandom goes back. Depending on how pretentious you want to be about how you yeah, say that Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he did so in three different series, five episodes of Batman the Animated Series, one episode of Superman, the animated series and one episode of Batman Beyond for which he was nominated for another Annie award in 2000 for outstanding individual achievement in voice acting by a male performer in an animated television production. And then uh, he would go on to do some work in Doctor Who. He's British, so he kind of has to in seven audio plays, one animated series and episode number 234 of the regular series Cold War from 2013 playing Professor Gresenko, where he sung Hungry Like the Wolf with Clara Oswald, the impossible girl. And in the upcoming, as of this recording, still untitled Doctor Who 60th anniversary audio play special, where he will for the third and final time play the Doctor. 
A couple more things rounding out uh, our section on Mr. David Warner. He would actually appear in Mary Poppins Returns in 2018 as Admiral Boom. Uh, for this, he was nominated for a Sinuphoria for Best Ensemble along with the rest of the cast. And his last appearance was actually an episode of Teen Titans Go! Uh, season 6, episode 33, Hugbees from 2020, where he played the Lobe. Now, the reason I mentioned this, not only was it his last appearance, but it was a reprise of his character from his nine-episode stint of Freakazoid. Freakazoid. From, I love that show. And it was great. Yeah, from 1995 <laughs> yeah. to 1997. Yeah. This was a crossover event. You don't see the a lot Teen of The Teen Titans Freakazoid crossover? Teen, Teen <laughs> Titans Go Freakazoid crossover. I love that. Yeah. So uh, David Warner passed away uh, from lung cancer at Denville Hall, an entertainment industry care home. I uh, think the... Think the British Cedar Sinai in uh, Northwood, Ho- Northwood, London, on July twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. As of today, that was three weeks ago, and it was just five days shy of his eighty first birthday. And he is mm-hmm. survived by his son Luke. So, Mister Warner, thank you so much for all the wonderful nerdy goodness you gave us over the years, and uh, Godspeed, sir. I and that's everybody in Star Trek. But I really bump, bump. appreciate that deep dive into the career of uh, David Warner, a great character actor. He's, uh, you know, he's only got a few lines in Titanic, yeah, uh, and only a few minutes of screen time in a three-hour movie. Uh, probably less screen time than what uh, time you just took to, to say all that. <laughs> <laughs> to be and, fair, and to be yet, fair, <laughs> and yet you did not mention Scream Two, and you did not mention John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. I know. Look, look, folks. What is going on? He started like his first credit, 1962. The dude worked for 60 years. I boiled it down to two pages of some really nerdy shit. So (laughs) (laughs) please, please go deep dive on all his work. He he turned in some great performances.